Hello to What Are We Even Talking About, the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Malenga and Indy and thank you for joining the conversation. Hello. Hey. What are we even talking about? So today we're talking about uh, going through transition or being in transit and what that, I guess what that means to us, like as we come to the end of this year or just where we are in our own personal lives, whether that's careers or I don't know, whatever. Okay, so we're talking about being in transit, that just made me it feels like you're like in an airport. It does, isn't it? Even when I said it, I was like in transit. It feels like you're like on a journey, going somewhere. But I feel like life is always is like that anyway. Like you're always on a journey. Like you never, like you never really arrive at your destination. I'm not saying that your destination is death, <laughs> but like yeah. that's what life is. You know, it's <laughs> it's a journey. So, and yeah, I feel like you. I guess in that way, if we're seeing it from that point of view, then you're always in transit, aren't you? You're always in transition. You're always going somewhere. Yeah, which is like the thing that I don't really like about life is like everything's always changing. Yeah, true. I hate you. <laughs> well, I think, but I think that's just, um, it's just like, it's what life is, isn't it? Life itself is just, is always changing. Like even when we talk about, life in when we look at nature or when we look at like how a human um evolves and develops from a baby to an adult like there's always change you know like whether that's in your physical body or like how you grow mentally or spiritually etc so I feel like that is just life anyway it's not the fact that life is changing like like a characteristic of life or something being alive is change yeah 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 that's true. So that's just the nature of it, basically. Yeah. It's still don't. It's still something I don't want to accept. I, I feel like I, you know, when it's like everything changes. So like even like, I feel like when it's something that you don't want, like you're in a state of or something or somewhere where you would like it to change, yeah. then it's a good thing. But even when it's like something you like, like okay, you're finally maybe at that place in life where you want to be, or you're like in a nice relationship, or you're like, not that I know what that's like. Or, like, you're just somewhere nice, you know, you just found the cushy place, but then you just know it's going to change. Like, it's yeah. annoying. Do you know what I mean? That's what I don't like. I guess it's just a matter of, I know I always say this, but, like, not being resistant to it. And then just kind of, I guess you have to surrender, isn't it? Which, yeah, in itself is hard. I hate that. <laughs> you know? I hate all of it, all these things you're saying. I know. I mean, I, it's not like I like it too, but it's just like, wait, I guess you have to just practice it. And then when you, obviously when you're practicing it, then it becomes easier. There's less resistant. And I feel like when you do try and be resistant to life and the fact that it does change, that's only when it is, it can be painful or like uncomfortable mm-hmm. um, in the transition. Whereas if you're like, you just accept that, okay, this is happening and maybe it's not what I had planned for myself or like, you know, is you find yourself in a different place than you thought you would be. If you are constantly focusing on the fact that it's not what you want, and just ex- and rather than just accepting it, then that's when it's like uncomfortable and things like that. But yeah, but I guess there there is a time 
there is times when you do need to come out of your comfort zone and be put in a new environment or a new situation because I think that's when you know we probably do the most growth or evolve the most when we're out of our comfort zone um I definitely yeah that will I think that just happens because it will happen like if you're because you're gonna have to adapt to that new thing isn't it yeah it's like it's very hard to stay the same like that's more of a feel like because I feel like life goes towards like the path of least resistance so it's like least resistance just go with the flow any when you're in a new place like it would be a a feat to remain the same in a new environment anyway um but I think for me what makes me this more like palatable to me like I can accept it more is when I think of like the fact that like change and constant change is basically like enjoying like in every situation, bad or good, I think there's always like gifts in the present moment. Like the present moment's always giving you something. Mm. There's always gifts in it, whether it's good, whatever situation overall you find yourself to be in. Like there's some like small gifts or big gifts in the moment. So I feel like if I approach life that way, then I'm always in the moment. And then it's like, and I'm appreciating the moment. I'm not like trying to look back at a better past or like trying to, do you know what I mean? Like holding on to anything. I'm just like, I'm just like, this moment is like this moment and it's I appreciate it for what it is yeah yeah and it is true it it does always come back to like staying present with yourself um Mm -hmm. so that you're not you're not missing out on the moment like you said isn't it yeah because then it's like the denial of this moment is is all is like a tragedy actually it's first time i've thought of it that way but it's a tragedy like what do you mean if you're just denying this moment like in me saying like oh like okay something things were good yesterday or things have been good but now they're changing like oh um say it's a relationship so i think those are the most important things in our lives right as in it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship anything like a friendship Mm -hmm. and um or relationship with like your child or anything anyone yeah and then it's like it was a certain way, like maybe it was good and you were enjoying a certain time, mm-hmm. you know, that like great communication, blah, 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 blah. And then now it's changing and things have changed and you're just there like um, you want the past, like you want it to be the way it was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when they were here, when all these things. But then in like be in kind of like the way I would be and be like, no, I wanted things to remain the way they were, perfect. When we were like, you know, we were having such great times, we were in sync and all of that. But it's like you're saying that, it's like you're saying that nothing can ever, it's like you're saying that all the good stuff was in the past and like this present, this moment here cannot, you're almost, you're almost refusing any for this present moment to bring you anything as good, anything as uh, good as even the past that you enjoyed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it can. And I think that we always forget that. And I think I said this to you before and I read this book and it was like, remember that book I said, um, The Two Lives of Lydia Bird, where her husband dies? Um, at the beginning and then um she basically take gets these sleeping pills from the doctor and mm-hmm. it's like in the book it's like every time she goes to sleep she lives in an alternate world where her husband's still alive oh yeah, yeah. but then yeah and then she ends up like as it goes on she realizes that like there's no life that's better like the one where her husband like lived it brought other things with it yeah good and bad the one where she's alive like when she's a widow it brings its own things good and bad and she realizes that because she's always wanting to be in that life where her husband's still alive like she's not appreciating all the good things that's coming 
in her uh, in her life now like i think her her sister's pregnant she's gonna be an auntie like all these other possibilities uh, but it's like every time that you just want to hold on to the past you negate the the present and you yeah. negate all the possibilities and things and it's almost a tragedy because it's like it's that you're wasting life you're saying like you're saying no to the present moment when that is what life is yeah it's like you're limiting you're limiting the good that you can have in the present like you said but it's interesting to, yeah. to see it that way but i think i get it now when you're saying that it's a tragedy i was like before when you said it, i was like what do you mean but it does make total sense because it's like you're you're limiting yourself it's like self-sabotaging yourself really isn't it in that moment yeah but even but even just not even that it's just yeah it's kind of like i want to keep my eyes closed but it's like no if you open them you will see the sun and there's other things to be had in that place Mm. like it's different i think maybe i should tell myself i'm I'm telling myself all these things i feel like i'm trying to convince myself it's okay (laughs) (laughs) things to change um because there's always good. Like you, even when we say something is good, it's a judgment that we've placed upon it. It's a meaning that we've given it. Mm-hmm. But then when this new situation arises, where the meaning that we're putting on it is like, oh, it's not good. Why? Because it's not the way it was in the before. But that's not, you know, that's not actually a good measure. That's not really the measure. You know, it's just yeah. the way. It's just our perspective. Um, yeah it's not the way it was before or it's not the way we wanted it to be or we want the future to be isn't it which is again when you're talking about perspective it's like well it doesn't mean that what we want is the best thing for us in that moment or at that time yeah but then it's always like I think there's always that like little magic of like possibility Mm. Um, like what if though what if if the future is better what if it's better this way yeah maybe maybe that will make me it's hard because we can't see it. We don't have that. We're blind to yeah, to really know all the possibilities. But I think it's just, I think you have to be open to it to be able to even be aware that there is many possibilities. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And so by doing those things like closing us, like you said, closing your eyes, you you limit yourself and you don't, you're not open to seeing the possibility of it being better so you have to constantly like be aware and open yourself up to those possibilities in the first place i feel like that, that's how life is you always have to like participate with the universe or with god whatever you want to call the life force like you have to say yes to it you have to be open to it for it to flow properly and for you not yeah. to be kind of resistant or whatever Maybe it's all about just keeping the magic alive, you know. I was literally yeah. about to, like, read this book yesterday. I'm always browsing, browsing on Kindle and it's called something like... But then I'm at this phase where I'm just, like, limiting... Not limiting, but I'm just at this phase where I just believe that I don't need to take in information, like, outward information, because all the answers are inside of me. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that there's important things out there. So sometimes I'm just very kind of, like... I'm kind of just wary about something. So there's this book I keep seeing and it's talking about, I think it's called The Magic of Believing or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was going to get it. But I was just thinking, because I feel like I need to like, you know, believe again and have that magic. You know that magic that you have? It's like almost like a Disney film feeling. Like, you know, it's like a childlike kind of like yeah. wonder. And, yeah. awe. and it's just so nice. Like, it's just so simple. It's not about like, oh, let me then me like surrender to the universe and blah blah like it's not all like lofty and like it's not like attraction and the law of attraction and the principles it's just very much just like it's simple an excitement that's just childlike mm. and it's just an all and I just feel like 
you know, what if it's just as simple as that? Because at the end of the day, like, you know, our perspective is so limited anyway. We can't see it. We can't see lots and lots and lots. Um, and I just was thinking about it, like, that it's all about what we believe, as, it, as, they, as they say. Like, um, I don't know who they are, but you know what they say. It's like, it's what you believe. Like, your life is what you believe. So it's what you see. What you believe is what you see. And I was just thinking about it more today, actually, deeply. And I was thinking, wow, like, what if that's really true, though? Like, really, really untruly. Like, but it is. your life is just what you believe. I mean, we've talked about this when we t- we t- we touched on like creation and like kind of manifest manifesting um, and things like that. That like you are in control of how your life plays out, isn't it? You make the choices, and I feel like that that um, what did you say? Being that when I talk about being open to the possibilities, I feel like having that wonder is you like being open to that. If that makes sense. Because then it brings like imagination. It helps you expand your perspective, like having that wonder. Because if you don't have it, then you just see the world a bit more linear. So you aren't able to see all the possibilities. So I feel like that energy that is required to have more wonder and to believe in bigger dreams, or you know that there's all sorts that anything is possible, even allows you to enter into that space. Which which I. But how would you even enter? How would you even enter into that space, really? Let me just ask you. This isn't this isn't what we're supposed to be talking about. But how do you enter into that magical wonder? Like, so in a, you know, in a, what's a simple way to do that? I think it takes practice, and it's like it could be different things. I think it depends on the individual. Like, what things make you that? What things inspire you? Like, what what things make you dream bigger? I think it's just a mm-hmm. simple question. You know what I mean? Like, what 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 would you do? to say you just had like i don't know 10 minutes to transition yourself into a state of like you'll be you no know, into a state of that child like oh um i might meditate i might mm-hmm. do a little gratificate um gratitude exercise so like what are the things i'm grateful for that i not just the generic like i'm grateful for my job i'm grateful for the the bed i can sleep in not that but like the little things Amen. <laughs> the little things that like I take for granted. So it makes me have to really look around and be like, what am I grateful for? And mm. that can make me wonder in certain things wonder about certain things that I might not just think about, like just by default. Another thing is mm. nature really brings wonder for me personally. Like just going out in nature. Talk about like going for a walk or just mm. like being outside in nature is I think the one for me that brings me the most make, puts me in that childlike state because then I realize how small I am on the earth like how how things like the things that you might worry about they just they're not they're so they're so small like they don't it's all vapor mm-hmm. kind of the whole idea of like it's all vapor it doesn't really mean anything at the, at the end of the day like the things I'm worried about now in my present life like in next month or next year they won't seem so big anymore do you know what I mean so I think for me it's meditating or praying whatever that looks like for you um having doing a little gratitude exercise and then being in nature mm-hmm. yeah okay i just wanted to know i just i was interested because i was thinking you know how important how 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 it can just be simple mm. and it could be fun and, and not too serious yeah. um this idea of just like being open and then 
to take it back. <clears throat> but to the bring the question back to you, what would you do or what do you do to be in that state of wonder? I think it depends different times for everything. Uh, not different times for everything. Different times for, like, how I'm feeling, mm. to be honest. Because mm-hmm. um, I was going to say, like, it, for me, it, can, it happens through, like, if I'm listening to, like, if I listen to certain songs or... Mm-hmm that put me in a certain stage where it gets me to that like kind of stage where I can like imagine like a world or like imagine my story world or something like that mm-hmm. and so music definitely can um get me feeling all and even just like feel like little films this is why I like like so I like fluffy stuff like rom-coms but I'm thinking more like Disney and fluffy stuff as like well. that I'm thinking about something like I don't know yeah, I'm thinking about something like Thumbelina or some song from Thumbelina that just makes me happy mm. and it's just like but then it's these things give me a little kind of like oh smile for the moment but it's like we want to sustain that frequency do you know what mm-hmm. i mean like how do you sustain that frequency i was thinking about i get a big sense of like wonder and awe when i worship like when i'm singing like no i don't have to be singing i could just be saying there's something i've done this week actually i was trying to do like you know they say that at the beginning of prayer like start with worship mm-hmm. so it's like you know i've been trying to get into that phase where um I would just, you know, just declare, like, say what, who God is. So it's like, you know, like, you're holy or this, like, you're... Mm-hmm. And then you just find these things to say about who God is. And then it, it immediately just lifts me to a state of um, awe mm-hmm. and wonder. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, again, how do you... How do you... How do you... Not just step into this, but how do you become this awe and wonder? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a different, like... Because I could do that now in the moment and be like, oh, yes, and be, you know, maybe it's worship and I'm like in that stage and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's all good, it's all good. It's like a high, you know, mm. it's like a temporary high. How do you, I think I was talking to, this junior, to, to, to Junior with this before about like how things are like plasters, you know, you some, you get things that like, they they they, 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 they like, they fix you for a minute, like meditation fixes you for a minute. Okay, this sounds bad, but he was talking about, we were talking about self-care actually and he was saying, they're more plasters and it's not the cure. Mm. So it's like, I'm just like, oh, just, you, this is not really where we sh- we're going, but I'm just wondering like, yeah, what gets you to that place where you are the thing you are wondering all, but then at the same time, even if you reach that place, like we just said, because we're life and life is always changing. It's just natural for us not to just, we can't just sustain one like emotion and frequency. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can't really do that, but, I think for me, the worship music does it for me as well, but I ha- it's not something I've done in a while, so I didn't really mm. think to mention it, but I think that does put me in a place of, like, awe as well, which makes sense if you're someone who believes in a God and believes in something that's higher than you. When you focus mm-hmm. on that, it makes you, like, it puts you in, like, a reverence kind of state, like, like awe, yeah. like you said anyway. So I think, yeah, that's, that one's a good... And I think it's just practising these things because you're saying that, oh, we want it to be consistent. And I think it's just mm. making them a practice, you know, um, mm-hmm. which can be hard. I mean, life, you know, is life. You know, we've got the normal things that we do that don't put us in that place. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> like... Just, just like the things we have to do, like working. You know, I'm not. When I'm at work, I'm not in that place of all. I mean, the thing is, someone might say, but you can be right. It's a choice. All these kind of things, Mm -hmm. which is, Mm -hmm. which is like, how would I even, (laughs) how would I even begin? But 
I suppose there's things I can be grateful for even in those places that don't. But again, it's still a practice. So if I'm doing more of the things that automatically put me in that place, then I can be more open to do that in the places that don't put me in that mindset. Mm. Because I've noticed, like, when I do my usual, like, um, January fast and yoga month in January, like, I'm more... Because I'm putting myself more in that mind space, I carry that around with me, even the places that wouldn't normally bring me peace. I can be like, I can do the exercises, like just even doing like breath work, you know, because I'm doing it daily, usually. So then I guess, yeah, it's just, it's having that practice though and um, being persevering with it that is consistent. Because I know I do it in January and then I tend to like fall off and just, you know, um, which again, it's, it's on me to do that and to prioritize it um but yeah yeah maybe it's a thing where like i thought i thought about life i think like everything is compounding like everything is just a it's a compounding effect Mm. if you want something it's something that you've got to do over a period of time like it doesn't just happen you just it's it's like it's all the result of compounding we talk about in money Mm. but even in stuff i've seen just normal things it's like some other people might see the results and then you're just like, well, actually that's been some, the result of something I've been doing for a very long time. Yeah. It could just be like something as simple as, um, I don't know, like your hair growing. Mm. I'm just saying that because Cindy's hair has grown actually quite nicely. And I was like, oh, I mean, she, she does quite, she's been doing quite a lot of things and not, maybe not, not consciously to make it grow, but it's just her daily, the way she was always like spraying her hair, washing her hair, doing this, doing that. And it's like at one moment it was kind of just like, no, no, there was no nothing you could see mm. because, of course, we just see with our physical eyes. But of course, all of this was happening, and then until suddenly, we're like, "Wait, hold on a minute! You've got really nice hair now, yeah. you know." But that wasn't just just something that happened sporadically. It was actually over a long period of time. And even me, like how I've lost a lot of weight, and someone might just be like, "Oh, how did that?" But actually, that happened like over a long period of time. Like obviously, like my habits and all that. Where some people might just be like there was a time when nothing, when it wasn't changing actually. Mm. And I think like that's how it is when it's in life, how we see things. So it's like, um, I have to take myself back again to the conversation. What was space we're talking about? Mm. Um, it's like, yeah, even though I'm saying, oh, how do we get ourselves to this state of like awe and wonder? It's like part of the journey, I think. It's not something that just happens like, oh yeah. No. You know, it's like, it's like, a process mm-hmm. as a process like even my improvements in yoga i've been falling off with yoga but i have been consistent with it you know since i moved back home and there's stuff that i can do and i find easy and i'm like this didn't happen overnight it happened it happened over the process of two years but if someone had told me that at the beginning i'd be like oh two years oh gosh like, yeah exactly you know? that's a long time <laughs> but um yeah i, I like how i was talking to you we haven't really done one yet have we, we done look it? Can we talk it? about time did we talk about time last last week? Yeah, we did. We talked about timing. So it does tie into that, that like everything has its time when it comes into a fruition. I mean, it's like um, sowing and reaping really, isn't it? Yeah, it's like everything, it takes time is what I've been realising. Mm-hmm. I've just I've been having this realisation, like it takes time. Like I know it before, but I was like, it takes time. And because us as humans, we're impatient, even if we are patient, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it takes time. And so that's such a key ingredient. Um, yeah, time. In, in something that we want to create. Yeah. Timing and the fact that, yes, it does still take time. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like it's like even like when someone is, becomes pregnant and like 
there's that time of like um, gestation and when the baby's growing and all the things mm-hmm. that need to happen mm-hmm. are happening. So I think it's it's just it's just a life, like it's a law of the universe. Like that's just how anything works. Even when even if we're talking from like a business point of view, if you want to start a business, you start off um, and you won't make you won't be making loads of money and profit at the beginning. Like it takes time to grow your brand, to have your products, to have your client base and all that, to then make profits and sustain that over a long period of time. And I think if you want anything to be successful or to stand the test of time, then it needs to also develop over time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have, we'll have that foundation. It's good to be aware I think what we the thing is because we're kind of blindsided in life, isn't it? Because we actually don't have the time mm. of certain things. Like we just know it's going to take time, but we don't know if we're on the right time because it's like yeah, things should take time, but it's like someone might be rightly impatient because they'll be like, "Well, yeah, I know it takes time to start a business, but I've been doing everything. Maybe I'm not doing something right. Like that's why it's taking longer, you know." So yeah, if we that. had the if we had something that said, "Oh." It's going to take one year and like you know six months for you to meet your life partner. Then I think it will just relax, you know, like you know, just relax and you'll be like, okay, fine. But it's just like we've got this like niggling feeling that like maybe we're doing something wrong, so we're not on the right time. Mm. You know, we don't know because we don't know. <laughs> That's hard though, because then it's like how how can we know that we're doing everything right? To I don't know. Yeah, that's really get yeah. to that point of view. But then again, I don't really see life that way. I think yeah, you don't. You don't. Because <laughs> I was saying it, I was like, I don't see life that way. But I think it's for me. When you were saying, I was like, yeah, that's what I've always wondered. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. I was like, yeah, that's not me. No. But I get you. No. <laughs> you don't think like me. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but because for me, I'm always like, the power is with you. So it's about your awareness in the moment. Because you can ask yourself that question and then assess yourself and be like, okay, is there anything oh, right, 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 I'm again. doing that is hindering me um, oh, receiving right. something? Okay. And I'm not saying okay. it's easy. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I think life works that way, but it's hard to always be assessing yourself. It's very hard. I think it takes a brutal honesty. I say that because I like honesty, but then it takes brutal honesty to say, like, I'm on the right Try because you will try to hide from yourself. I mean, I feel myself already hiding from myself. If I'm going to ask myself that question, it does take brutal honesty, and even the kind of honesty where it's like, maybe I don't want it as much as I think I want it, and that's why I'm not getting it. Because we can want things, and like I was having this conversation with Clement, a brother, and he was talking about how like your brother is he? Is it just your brother? Said our brother. <laughs> you said our. <that> <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> Jeez. Um, and he was talking about like the lengths that people will go when they really want something and how like mm. we're all human we have the lengths to do horrendous things right if we really want something like right. if we're really desperate so it's why horrendous goodness no i'm just thinking of the worst of the worst like if you really want something like if i really wanted some money i could go and why does it have to be bad why can't it be good we have the we have the, we have the potential to do what did you say it's human nature though we're inherently evil. Okay, come on. <laughs> Let me not get into that conversation. But um, 
I'm not I'm not delusional I don't think everyone's a good person like I feel like we're all good and bad like we have capacity to <laughs> I can I have the capacity to murder someone I really do like, I can sit here and be yeah. like oh I can't hit someone blah, blah blah I don't do those kind of things but the thing is I have the capacity I have the free will to go and kill someone mm-hmm. if I if I mm-hmm. I don't know if something happened and I was going to do that but so we were talking about, he was talking about the lengths that someone will go when they really want something. Like, let's talk about extreme, extreme. Like, if I wanted money right now, why don't I go and scam people? Why don't I go steal? You know what I mean? Why don't I go and be doing, or burglaring people, whatever? And it's like, I don't want it that much. I'm not that desperate to get it. But it just shows you that, like, the things that you want in life is based off how much you actually want that thing. Because I can say right now, like, it would be nice to be rich, but I don't want to be rich. I have no desire to be rich. It's nice to have money. I'm working to have money. I could get another job if I really wanted more money. Do you know what I mean? There's so many things that you can do, but we, we're we not going to do them based off how much we want that thing, how much we desire that thing, shall I say. Mm. And I forgot why I was talking about this in the first place. <laughs> why did you? Why, why did you? No, you can carry on. Um, I think I was going to link it back and say... But sometimes it gets tricky with these things, though, because this is why people go for therapy, right? Like, because mm. you're like, I want this to happen, but I'm sabotaging myself because I, I've actually, like, I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. No, you're saying, like, okay, yeah, if you really wanted money, um, you know, you would go and do all these things. But maybe you do actually want money, but you've got some sort of thing inside you, some subconscious belief inside you that, like, money is bad. Hid, you know, not like that, but maybe mm-hmm. something like I will always be in lack or something. Well, that's I don't deserve to be rich, or I don't. Yeah, something like that. But the thing is, yeah, I know you people can go to therapy, but that's why. Oh, I remember why I was talking about the one, the desire now, because you were talking about being brutally honest with yourself, because we were talking about how to be aware, like when you're not in the right on the right track for things that you want. And I feel yeah. like, even though yes, you can go to therapy, but the truth is, the truth is, you can get to those answers that you get to in therapy on your own. But it's only if you're willing mm. to sit down with yourself and, like you said, be brutally honest and be like, okay. But, I mean, it, it takes it takes really being like, okay, why do I think this way? I have a self-limiting belief. Maybe, for example, I believe I don't deserve to be rich because I'm black. I don't know. It could be something like that inherently, right? And then you have to go back to the root of this and be like, was I taught this method? Was I taught, not method, was I taught this belief growing up? Like, what did I see that makes me believe this so it's like really an unlearning and an unpacking which is heavy work like it's serious work it's not just Mm. something that's gonna be fixed overnight like even if you get to the root of the Mm. where the belief the self-limiting belief is coming from it's now unlearning that in your brain because you have to know that your brain makes um um it makes trees and like link what's the word i'm not saying it scientifically but like the way your brain makes thoughts or beliefs in your brain is like it grows a tree. It's just, I think because that's how it looks when they look in your brain. Mm-hmm. It looks like mm-hmm. a tree that's growing and connecting to other thoughts. And so mm-hmm. think about the work that you have to do to unlearn that or uh, break that tree down. Like it's not easy to just go out and chop a tree down, like especially ones that are really, really old, right? So that's literally what you're mm-hmm. doing with your brain. You're unlearning mm-hmm. years and years of believing a a belief like it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to happen in one month it's going to take time so it's like you have to do conscious work and that's why we talked about even when we talked about um creation and being a conscious creator like it's not something that is easy it takes work and you have to live consciously and obviously the way we 
brought up in societies to kind of kind of be a robot you know kind of conditioned to just mm-hmm. follow the crowd you know do follow those society norms and things like that so you have to be willing to go against the grain and to ask yourself those hard questions and, and like you said be brutally honest with yourself which is hard because sometimes there's so many things that come under that like even just the belief of like I don't deserve to be rich because I'm black or whatever it could be like there's there's so much to unpack and I think it takes mm. like a lifetime and that's why I feel like we are talking about the topic of being in transit but like life itself is the journey like they you don't I don't feel like you ever really arrive. Like, you're just on this journey. Gosh, that sounds so long. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just arrive at death. It does sound so long. It does, remind, it does remind me of something, actually. Like, it reminds me of this thing from Waking Life, the mm-hmm. film, mm-hmm. the animated film, where it's near the beginning where he says something like, the trick is... Mm. that crazy film it's like the trick is to be always um departing while always arriving <laughs> oh wow i think i love that line but i just i just it went over my head i still don't get it but it's like you know you kind of like in glimpses you kind of get it it's like the trick is to be constantly departing while always arriving is it kind of like <laughs> is it kind of like talking about life i think you can just talk about so many things mm. whatever but it's like, he's talking about like in the present moment, like you're always kind of going with the flow. Do you know what I mean? Like if life is a flow, it's like you're always departing, but you're always arriving because it's not like, because you're always arriving to this moment, but then you're always departing at the same time because it's always changing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just true of life because the thing is, you always have to bring yourself back. Hmm. So I think that makes sense. Like you always, like the way you've put it anyway, like you're always departing, like going with the flow or whatever everyone is doing with like your default programming but then you have to bring yourself back and make yourself conscious again it's like you have to constantly wake yourself up because it's easy to fall asleep you know <laughs> fall back asleep but but i guess that waking life one yeah actually because i was looking at the definition yes of transition mm. and yes it's like the process or period of changing from one state to another so it's like if you're changing from one state it's like you leave one state but then you're arriving in another state mm. do you know what i mean yeah so there is that departure and arrival that this is the same thing you know for there to be a departure there's arrival you're like you're you're going somewhere you are somewhere yeah um you know and I think, so, yeah. I think what makes a difference is that you're aware of it mm, there is that awareness yeah it's about awareness i think um yeah and sometimes when things when I've started telling myself, like, whenever I'm, like, dismayed about something or, like, I'm upset about something or don't like something, it doesn't make sense to me. It's only because... It's only because I don't know something. Mm. Like, I'm missing some sort of knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's just, like, I'm not conscious of something. And that's why that thing's distressing me. Um, it could be anything, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes I just, just letting myself know that and I'm thinking, yeah, it's because I don't know something. That's why. <laughs> you know? Um <laughs> So I don't know why I even said that, actually. I said that to say something else. But, yeah. Because even when it comes to something like the big one, like death, like someone dying, it's like, you'd be so upset. But then it's like, we're upset because we don't know where they've gone. Like, Mm. really, you know. But then if you knew, you wouldn't be upset, you know. I mean, yeah, you could be upset, but you wouldn't really. Like, if you knew the true meaning of life and death and you had the revelation of God fully, um, you just wouldn't be upset the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. 
but then yeah I keep trying to go come back to where I'm like you know coming back but this this whole like arriving departing transition and then really we were supposed to be talking about um you know the transitions that we would like to go to mm. or have gone through so you could talk about it's funny because we talk about staying in the present <laughs> but um yeah so is there a transition that you want to talk about that maybe you've gone through or a transition that you would like to go to go through like because it's the end of the year that's what i'm saying about that because yeah. where it's transitioning from it's like a made-up transition but it's real i guess the end of this year into the next year it's a made-up one yeah. isn't it that's what's funny isn't it it's made up about time but i think it sometimes it could help just have structure and all that there's a Uber, you know blah 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 but i think one transition that like i'm going through currently is like how i see the future because i think sometimes you can be on track for one one type of future or you've chosen it because i believe there's multiple possibilities right so let's say you're on the track for one like for example in my in my career i chose this job to get this accounting qualification but during that time covid happened i realized there's other ways of making money my vision for myself expanded i was more aware that i could dream bigger so then it changes the future and then it feels like you're now on a different track so i feel like that transition is what i've been going through recently and also rediscovering like not rediscovering but discovering what i actually want to do in life like, like what I, what my purpose is or part of what my purpose is um in terms of career which is not accounting like i want to go more into the field of like psychology and psychotherapy and things like that so i think that in itself is a transition that i would like to go through and i am going through currently because then it like i said it puts you on a different track in life and then you see the future differently than from what you saw it before Um, different trajectory yeah and then it obviously changes how you see yourself presently and how you want to develop as a person as well so I think that's that's probably the most the one that I really want to go through that I'm kind of leaning in towards I'm not resisting at all to it (laughs) the changing career I think I think it's unfamiliar territory and I think that's the only thing that makes it uncomfortable like it brings discomfort but I think it's just me being aware and being like not being resistant and being like there's a reason why I'm going through this because I want to arrive in a different you know place career-wise mm. anyway yeah do you think are you going to actually are you is it a transition that you can see or is it one that you're stepping into it's funny because it's one that I can more see um and that I'm that's a good point actually because we we have spoken about like vision before and I feel like with my career like when I was doing accounting it wasn't one that I could see I walked into it before I could see anything Whereas with this one, it's more, I feel like it's more purpose-led, so I can see the vision before I'm stepping into it, but I'm stepping into okay. seeing that vision. Does that make sense? Ooh. I feel like it actually That's makes the difference because then it's, even though you, it's less, like I have less of that like fear or like uncertainty because it's like mm. I can already see where I'm going. Mm. Whereas with the other one, it's like we're just mm. stepping blindly, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah. I've, never, I've never known what that felt what that felt like um in other areas of my life but I feel like I think that's why it's so it is so important to have vision and purpose because it's like your steps are more direct guided or directed you could say 
That sounds so righteous. Like uh, <laughs> you're seeing them first this time, and then you're stepping into it. That sounds so like, you know, when only things are like right. I say it's righteous. Like it's like, it's like divine. You know, you, you step into it. You step into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just wanted to ask because um. Yeah, it's different to see it and to stepping in. Like, like seeing is more like a future thing, mm. and then stepping in is like present. Like, I, I am stepping into it. Like, I am really. actually, mm. you know, doing this and doing that. So, um, yeah, but it's, it is important in terms of like transitions. I'm more in the kind of I can see it as well. Mm. All transitions that will need to be made will will happen as well, career wise, but more towards not a change in career more like a different job within the same career yeah. but um more towards like life wise and life that i would like to lead and kind of taking the transition so that it's not so heavily focused on on career even though i want to still go forward in my career if that makes sense yeah. but it's like i realized to not put so much weighting onto it but rather to have the career like the ideal would have to have the career um like you know like help me actually just live the life that I want rather than me just like focusing so much on the career progression and all of that kind of thing yeah you know but kind of being like yeah my job is something that I do which is great and it helps other people but um mm-hmm. the the transition is from like yeah lifting I'm just rambling now lifting the um importance from career onto just life in general and fun and enjoyment and exploration yeah so yeah there are things that there's like i can see them but i'm not stepping i haven't stepped into it okay yeah but that's a time thing i think there's a time for that um which will yeah because again i don't want it to be i don't want it to be um a transition that happens quickly i want it to be like a smooth one yeah you want it to happen when it's right when the timing like when everything is aligned shall we say and also this time I just want to feel I think with certain transi- this transition I just want it to feel like instead of rushed because I remember last time when I was um, like when I made like big transitions in my life so far like in terms of like moving to London or other places like it's like every time I did that it's, it felt rushed yeah like, I had to rush I had to do it now 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 and I feel like it just it has that kind of energy about it when you do things like that. Yeah. So I just want to, like, not do things like that. <laughs> I just want it to be, like, something which is, like, a nicely laid plan. And, yeah, they say things are always going to plan, over, but then, you know, some things do. Yeah, <laughs> some things do. And it can help because I want that kind of energy to move forward, you know, after the transition as well, you know? That's the main thing for me. Yeah. But... Um, I think that's about it, to be honest. And I'm talking about transitions. <clears throat> Have you yeah, I think that was a good one. It was very relevant for like what's going on right now, and obviously coming to the end of the year. But um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you join us next week for another one. Bye. Bye.